He apurado el calendario, quiero que llegue diciembre para encontrarme contigo. Abrazar a los abuelos, la novena en el pesebre, la ilusión de ver al niño. Y quiero hacer una fiesta para llevarle un presente cantando con toda el alma. Buenas noches y bienvenidos a Charla Comunitaria. Esta es Aurea Ortiz, dándole las gracias por su sintonía y pidiéndole a Dios que ustedes estén en salud. Para los que querían saber si llegué a ser abuela, sí, uh, ya soy abuela, gracias a Dios. Así que en diciembre 5 me volví abuela. Y con muchas ganas de servirle y con muchas ganas de darle eh, unas excelentes noticias en estas Navidades. Pero como todos sabemos, el dolor siempre llega a nosotros en todo momento. Y casi siempre en estos días de Navidad, de Nochebuena, de Año Nuevo, por ahí para abajo, y nosotros este, los hispanos lo celebramos hasta, hasta donde nos dejen, este, siempre hay tristeza y siempre hay dolor. Y nosotros queremos hoy eh, traer unos detalles y darles unas, unos puntos para que ustedes entiendan cuándo es que ustedes necesitan ayuda. Estoy hablando de cuando uno está en depresión, cuando uno está este, pasando por una pérdida bien grande de algún hijo, algún, algún familiar, o cuando simplemente estamos solos, envejecientes, o cuando simplemente también perdemos nuestro trabajo. Cualquier tipo de pérdida nos hace sentir bien tristes en, en estos días de fiesta. Yo tengo conmigo un placer y un honor a una persona que nos va a ayudar a nosotros a entender estas fases. Ahora voy a cambiar al inglés porque ella, ella se llama Rhonda Miller. Ella pertenece al el, el Centro Comunitario Oasis. Es un centro que ayuda a las personas a encontrar esa paz interna y, a, y hay unos consejeros bien grandes. Y ella nos va a ayudar a nosotros a atravesar eh, este periodo de pérdida, qué es lo que nosotros tenemos que hacer. Yo entonces le voy a estar diciendo a ustedes, según ella me diga, lo que nosotros podemos hacer y qué podemos añadir para estas fiestas, para que nosotros siempre estamos contentos, aun cuando la tristeza quiera llegar a nosotros. Rhonda Miller, thank you for um, welcoming you to Charla Comunitaria. Thank you for having me. Rhonda, Christmas and holidays and all these days are so wonderful and so, but there's so much sadness and loneliness in this world. And sometimes these could be the most wonderful days of our lives, but at the same time, because of a loss of someone or because of a loss of a job, because of a loss of something that we had in our lives, it makes these days bad. First of all, before we go into the details and the guidelines that we have to understand our feelings and emotions and how we get through them, tell me more about you first, because I always want to know about my guests. Well, thank you. So I'm from Bethlehem, and I raised my family here with our my husband and our two sons. Our youngest son developed an addiction, beginning when he was in high school, and uh, he was introduced by physicians to opioids, uh, pain medication. He became addicted to opioids. And our son went through many instances of inpatient rehab, and various other treatments and therapists and doctors to try and help him. But the addiction was not able to be treated by the medical professionals. And tragically, we lost our son seven and a half years ago. He was age 23 
and it was to fentanyl poisoning. I'm so sorry for your loss, Thank Rhonda. You. Rhonda nos habla de su situación personal en que su hijo este, perdió su vida al uso de drogas, opioides. Y ella nos, eh, nos, nos va a estar entrando en, en, en cómo esto la ayudó a, o la empujó, su tristeza la empujó a, a crear una organización que ayuda a los familiares eh, que tienen este mismo problema. I'm talking to them about this tragic loss of your, of your son, which for any mother, I mean, is something deeply, is a deep wound. Not only impacted your life, but it also impacted your family and also impacted your strength to move on and to create something out of this tragedy. Yeah, when you experience a tragedy of any kind, uh, it oftentimes has a profound impact with grief and sending you into a depression. That was my experience, losing my 23-year-old precious son. I fell into a very deep depression for several years and was not really, I, I didn't know how to move my life forward. I felt purposeless and, and like I lost meaning for living. But my family and I became aware of the public health crisis that the opioid epidemic has created through pharmaceutical companies and their marketing strategies. As a result of what we learned, we felt that families weren't getting support and information that they needed. We didn't during Ben's addiction. We had no idea where to turn for help, for support, for understanding, for information, for education. So we responded to that need here in the community by establishing a nonprofit in our son's name and his memory, Speak Up for Ben. And we speak up now. We are Ben's voice. And we speak up for the needs that people have that are struggling with addiction and more so focused on families because we know what we lacked. And we opened the Oasis Community Center to provide free services throughout the Lehigh Valley in response to that. Ronda me está diciendo que en su dolor y conjuntamente con su familia, ellos quisieran, eh, al principio ella llegó a un tal depresión que se hundió por muchos años. El, la pérdida de su hijo este, la trajo a esto, pero a la misma vez tuvo la resolución, tuvo la energía, tuvo el, la fuerza de voluntad de levantarse y crear algo para poder luchar contra esas compañías farmacéuticas, etcétera, que no eh, eh, que hacen algunas veces a las personas entrar en ese sentido de dro drogadicción. Y ella fundó esta organización que se llama Speak for Ben, Estoy Hablando por Ben. O sea, como muchos de ustedes están pasando por, o pueden estar pasando por una situación que tienen algún familiar que está envuelto en la droga, este, ustedes también tienen esa oportunidad de hablar por su familiar, de tratar de buscarle ayuda. Y ella, en su dolor, fundó esta fundación que se llama Oasis, un centro comunitario Oasis que brinda servicios gratuitos a la comunidad de Lehigh. Y ella, ella te digo, una persona sumamente, dio le esa fortaleza para que ella pudiera dar esta bendición a la comunidad. I'm telling them that this is a blessing for the community. Based on your pain and your suffering, 
you build up something that is going to be so meaningful. So many families are going through this same situation and how they could seek help and, and go out there and help will be free. Yeah. All the resources we provide are free. We contract with Northampton County. We contract therapists to run groups. We have mindfulness classes. We have art classes, cooking classes, yoga, all kinds of different ways to help people process their grief in addition to understanding addiction. Because many people look at addiction as a moral failure as a sin. And we are now understanding, the medical community is understanding that addiction is far more complex than bad choices. Of course, our loved ones make a first time bad choice when they pick up a substance, but they never intend to become addicted. And so we educate people, understanding the trauma behind addiction and the brain disorder that addiction creates as a result of changing uh, the neurotransmitters. Um, and it's so much more complex than it's a physical disease. It's mental, emotional, and spiritual. Tell me about your background so people will understand that even after the tragedy, you, you became more like firm to fight this. Uh... Yeah. As I said um, earlier, I was not in a great place for the first two years. I felt very lost. And it wasn't until I was invited to join hundreds of families at the Purdue Pharmaceutical Headquarters in Stamford, Connecticut, to participate in a protest march because Purdue Pharmaceuticals was at the root of creating this man-made public health crisis. When I attended that march, it was life-changing. I began to see the big picture with the opioid epidemic, and it wasn't just about my son Ben making bad choices. It was about greedy pharmaceutical companies with marketing practices that were deceptive that has created and contributed to this ongoing crisis. So that created like an anger in me, a fire to create change. And you became a counselor. So I'm not, not a licensed counselor, but I am a certified grief educator. I've gone through extensive training since we founded our nonprofit. I am credentialed by the Pennsylvania Certification Board as a certified family recovery specialist. And what that means is that I have extensive training along with lived experience to assist families who have addiction in their family system help them find a way forward, help them find recovery from the trauma they've experienced. I've also received credentialing in grief work. So I am what, what I like to call myself as a grief companion. So I walk alongside folks that experience grief because I have been a little further down the path, seven and a half years now after losing my son. So I help people navigate the very complex wilderness of grief. Yes, I, I was talking before the show to you about a person that I met in a store. And uh, just by when you go out there, all around you, you experience grief. I was just like, just giving her a compliment or saying something sweet to her. And she opened up in such a way 
that she said to me, oh, you don't understand. It's because I've lost my job. I lost this. I even ended, after having a wonderful position, I ended homeless. And then I had to go live with my sister. And, and thank God I had a sister because then I experienced other people that were as, as even worse than I was. And she was regretting the little missteps that she made in her life. But we are, every with, with the holidays, it comes and it doesn't have to go to the stream. Sometimes a job loss, sometimes, like you say, we lose our home. Because right now with the rents and everything going up, people are losing their homes and there, and there's no traditional homelessness right now. But there's like, you know, families are there because they can't pay their rents. And, and I was just saying to myself, I said, I need to bring information to people that are going to grief. You've gone through the deepest grief that there is. And I know there's out there, mothers are connecting with you because they have gone through the same grief. And there's other sorts of griefs that are going out there. And this holiday season, we want to reach those that don't understand that this grief could also lead them to go to a deeper, deeper depression and to further bad things in life. So when we come back, you could give us some guidelines and some kind of uh, symptoms or things that the people should be looking for because they might be getting into this deep depression that they can't get out. And you that went through all this and they're helping others across many ways in grief, you will be able to at least give them some tips, some how, or, or at least to know if you're going into that. Yes, grief is even so much broader than actual death of a person. As you noted, there's so many losses that we experience in life that results in grief. And many people don't recognize that as grief, and they're dismissive of it. So it's very important, and I'm glad we're going to explore that together. Thank you, Rona. We'll be back. WDIY is Lehigh Valley Public Radio. For more local news and information, visit our website, WDIY.org. You wait for the bus, you wait for the weekend, your morning coffee to finish brewing. Well, you don't have to wait to get live news from NPR. Go to this station's website or npr.org on your phone. Welcome back to Sala Comunitaria. I'm your host, Audi Ortiz. I'm still here with Rhonda Miller, and we are going to go a little deeper into the grieving side of our conversation because we understand that many people grieve differently and we understand that sometimes people don't understand that death, the profound grief that they're experiencing and they don't seek help. So Rhonda is going to take us through that very uh, important side of this conversation. Rhonda. So when you have experienced loss, whether it's the loss of a loved one, the loss of a friend, or even other losses that are not related to death, it could be the loss of a job, a home, relationships, those are big losses. It's very important to honor our feelings, to recognize them, to name them, and to share them. 
and to find people that are safe, that we can open up to and share what we're experiencing to receive support. Support is so critical and there's so much support available, but we have to know where to look for it. Rhonda, what types of uh, supports does Oasis Community Centers provide? So Oasis Community Center was founded after I lost my son to an accidental fentanyl poisoning. So our focus is supporting people in the community who have a loved one or someone they care about who has addiction issues, who's dabbling with substances, overusing alcohol, or like me, maybe they lost their loved one. That's our primary focus. But we also do preventative work because we don't want people to let their grief descend to the point that they start abusing alcohol or other substances or other behaviors that are destructive. So we offer a myriad of programs, all of which are free to the public, beginning with we have therapists that run support groups, one for grief and one for families who have a loved one with active addiction. We have peer-led support groups. We also have various folks that we bring on into our programs to provide services. For example, we have yoga classes, We have mindfulness classes, we have painting and cooking classes, all of which address the holistic approach. Our approach is very holistic. We recognize that people have different ways of dealing with grief and their emotions. It's not just sitting in a group setting. Not everybody is into that. Some people might find like using their hands and creating something as a way to express themselves. We have walking trails in front of our center along the Monocacy Creek. So getting out in nature is a very, very important tool that anybody can use anywhere. You have given us wonderful information about how to kind of deal with our grief. And what are the things that we should not do? This is the things that we should do, you know, go out there, try to be social, try not to isolate ourselves? What are the other things deeply that we should not do? Well, I think the way we talk to ourselves is very important. Um, It's really easy to get into a negative mindset. It's very easy to, uh, if you begin to feel isolated and unsupported, to feel like nobody cares, that there aren't people in the world that are there for me, that care for me, And so we have to be very careful with changing our mindset. We do that through using affirmations, reading um, materials that are uplifting. Some people find reading the Bible, for example, very uplifting. Others will turn to uh, positive affirmations. But, you know, you can listen to podcasts today. Music, music is very therapeutic and can really change and elevate your mood. So it's really important to get out of your head. And that's why connecting with other people is important. And if you don't have anybody in your life that you can connect to, maybe you don't really have people around you that are very supportive. We're there for you. Come to our center. We provide open arms, a beautiful welcoming environment. We're actually in a 220-year-old, beautifully restored farmhouse on the Monocacy Creek. It's a home. Um, And it's our home. It's the Oasis Community Center. And we just bring people in and provide a lot of support 
and affirmations to help. Thank you. I'm going to kind of give a little brief into my Spanish. Ronda nos está hablando sobre las la distintas etapas que, que suceden cuando nos estamos en estas crisis. Y una de las cosas que no debemos hacer es aislarnos, es, es, olvidar, es ponernos nosotros en un lugarcito y olvidarnos de que el mundo existe, que es lo que siempre el cuerpo nos dice, la mente nos dice. Tratar de tener afirmaciones. Hay personas que leen la Biblia y ponen salmos y cositas alrededor de, de, de su nevera para acordarse que, que alguien está ahí so, este, sosteniéndonos. Otras personas buscan este, otros tipos de, de afirmaciones, de, de poesía, de música. La música, Ronda dice que es algo perfecto. La música nos anima, que en la Navidad nos ponemos eso, esa música navideña, guinalditos, The, the, the Christmas music, todas esas cosas este, para alegrarnos el espíritu, pero que nunca, nunca nos caigamos en, en un sistema que, que nos lleve a nosotros a cometer actos que, no, que, que van a perjudicarnos a nosotros y a nuestra familia. Y si usted ve a un familiar que está pasando por eso, mire, aquí está, yo, este, Ronda va a dar los teléfonos y de su organización para que ustedes puedan llamarlo. Y si usted se siente triste, Mire, llame a esta organización, llámenos y nosotros gustosamente vamos a referirlo a algún lugar donde usted pueda recibir servicios, ¿ok? Ahora mismo voy entonces a pasar a hablar de, en otro idioma, pero le voy a decir el lugar, se llama Oasis, el Centro Comunitario Oasis. Y ella le va a dar la información y yo le voy a dar en español. So, we are going to talk about the center of, of any activities that you're having now for the holidays and you're going to give us like the address, phone number, or any information and any events that you have. So these people will be able to say, hey, there's a place here that we could go. Yes. So the Oasis Community Center is located in Bethlehem. The address is 3410 Bath Pike, Bethlehem, 18017. To give you a visual reference, we're at the intersection of Route 22 and Route 512. Um, in a beautiful historic farmhouse. It's absolutely stunningly beautiful. Our phone number is 484-747-6825. And our web address is oasisbethlehem.org. So we are open Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. as what we call drop-in hours. Anybody can just walk in the door and receive help and support and direction or you can contact me and make an appointment and sit down so I can really give the time that you need to, to learn your story and ways I can support you. El 3410 Bath Hike, Bethlehem, 18017. Las horas de ellos son de 10 a 5, eh, los lunes a viernes. Ellos están, eh, es entre la intersección 22 y la 512. El teléfono de ellos es el 484-747-6825, es el 484-747-6825. Y ustedes pueden eh, también, el email de ellos es oasis, O-A-S-I-S, Bethlehem.org. De nuevo, las horas de, de ayuda son de 10 a 5, de lunes a viernes. Y también pueden llamarla a ella al 484-747-6825 para hacer appointments. 
¿okay? 3410 Path Pike, Bethlehem, PA, 18017. Y vamos a darle algunas de las actividades que ya van a tener en estas Navidades para que ustedes se animen y vayan allá. Porque tenemos que bendita, darle gracias a Dios que estamos vivos We gotta thank God that we are alive and that we are pushing forward to help our family members feel the power of love that we're going to give them uh, through these services. So, Rhonda, give me events that you're going to have throughout this holiday season so they will be able to, to join you guys. Well, here we are right now, mid-December. Last night, a little late for your audience, but we'll do it again next year and year after. We had a candlelight remembrance service. Wow. At our center, um, we utilized the building next door. We had 50 uh, members of the community come out to remember a loved one that they lost to addiction. And we have pastors from multiple different denominations and backgrounds participate. It's an ecumenical experience and really beautiful. This is so important because oftentimes when you lose someone, actually to any kind of death, after the first few months, People move on with their lives and they often don't revisit your grief and they're afraid to actually bring up your loved one's name that you lost in fear that it's going to upset you. So as a result of that, people tend to look the other way and don't remember our loved ones. So we provide numerous experiences at our center where you can come and share openly, remember your loved one, talk about your loved one. And we're there to hear and support because these are beautiful lives that deserve to be remembered and celebrated. Celebrating their lives is, is the most important thing, I think, for, even for the family member. I, I lost my mom and I lost my sister and a few other brothers and sisters in a, in a, in a way that I, that I didn't have the chance to grieve because yes. there was one after the Multiple. other. Mm -hmm. So that was even worse because sometimes I find myself and I got to be honest that as a human being you find yourself and say you start crying like out of any any anything in the blue it's not and then I, I thought what am I doing but I said but it, I think it's human that you remember their laughter that you remember their their their, their voices and you will wish that they were there for you again so even though that we have so many blessings because I, like I said to at the beginning, I just became first time grandma. That's a blessing to me. And that's a life. But you don't forget those that are gone because they're, they're part of you and they make you who you are. So I'm blessed to have Rhonda here. I'm blessed to have Oasis Community Center here because many of us sometimes want to say, what, how would I approach this? How, and I was just sitting down and thinking, this is something that we have to understand and learn how to live with it and how to celebrate our people. I was just compiling pictures and stuff and, and, and saying to myself, I'm going to do a Facebook and I'm going to say a lot of things about my mom that I've never said before because I want them to understand. She's not here, but I want them to know her the way I know, knew her. And I wasn't going to do it. I, I had the time, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> and I think that's really important for us as family members who lost someone, to allow ourselves to remember, recall, name, and celebrate those memories. I also think it's really, really important for those who are friends, family members, coworkers, neighbors of somebody who lost someone to be sensitive and to bring up their name, bring up their memory. Don't be afraid 
that you're going to upset them. If anything, we're already upset. We already know we lost our loved one, but we love to hear their name, speak their name. Yes, they won't disappear just because death came to them. Mm -hmm. They're in our hearts Mm -hmm. and they will always be there. Rhonda, tell me any events that you have. I know that this uh, episode, uh, we're going to be listening to it on the 28th. The holidays are ongoing. Mm -hmm. So what events do you have that Mm -hmm. people will Some of our our series that are coming up is one one in particular is a favorite of mine. It's called Trauma-Informed Mindfulness for Everyone. And this is um, a wonderful program. It's not a religious program or spiritual. Some people are afraid of mindfulness. They don't understand it. It's basically a way to just kind of quiet yourself and focus, and it's a very calming technique. So this is a technique that we teach people. Um, Actually, our instructor is a mindfulness expert, and she teaches. So this is one of the classes. We have painting for serenity classes. We have yoga classes. We have cooking classes. So if again, if you just go onto our website, you can actually subscribe to our monthly email newsletter, where we post all the new programs that come out so that you're made aware. And many of them do fill up fast. So we want to include everyone. So I would just encourage any of your listeners who might want to learn more about the free programs at Oasis to visit our website And then contact us if you're interested in learning more. Rhonda Miller, muchas gracias por estar aquí. Nos has hecho la Navidad. Nos ha traído información. Nos has dicho que Oasis Community Center tiene los brazos abiertos para las familias que están pasando por tristezas y tienen un sinnúmero de programas y actividades que ellos ellos pueden ayudar a sanar. Y siempre recordando a su ser querido, siempre recordándolo, no vamos a olvidarlo, pero en nuestro corazón y sabiendo que ellos quieren que nosotros somos felices, que nosotros cantemos, que nosotros los recordemos a ellos cuando ellos se reían, cuando estaban cantando, cuando estaban alegres y vivos. Tienen gracias a Dios por sus familias y gracias por escuchar Charla Comunitaria. Thank you for listening Charla Comunitaria. I'm your host, Aurea Ortiz. Un regalo para el niño